Welcome to Talk About It with Charles and Key. Listen in as this couple shares real conversations with much wisdom, strong knowledge, keen understanding, and thought-provoking life experiences that will captivate you, motivate you, and inspire you to move in your God-ordained destiny. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us again. Uh, We want to talk about a subject tonight called marriage success. So baby, what are some tips or a tip that you can give that since we've been married 22 years and counting, uh, we've seen a lot, been through a lot. What are some tips that you can give, you know, to help people have a successful marriage? Communication. Communication is very vital. If you don't have communication, then your marriage is doomed from the beginning. Communication and and what that looks like to me is both parties Mm -hmm. interacting, sharing, and both parties listening. That is very vital. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I think that um, for me, I would say um, wisdom. Very good. All right, so in Proverbs 4 and 7, it says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom with, and with all that getting, get understanding. Getting of what? Wisdom. Right? So just say like, for example. If you have some leaders or, you know, friends, whomever that have been married and for a while that have very successful, godly marriages, right? If they're giving you wisdom, the thing what you should do is from that wisdom, get an understanding of what they're giving you so you can apply it to your marriage and make it successful. You understand what I'm saying? Well, simplify that for me. Okay, so like for example, um, if they say, "Hey, if 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 a guy's been married for fifty years, he said, hey, young buck, you ain't gonna win no argument, <laughs> not with your wife, right? So the best thing would be to do is be quiet. Just you know, just let it calm down." And then, you know, y'all come back later and talk about it. So from that wisdom that he got from the older guy, he should take that and apply it. Mm. Good, good. So good. so that he would know, like, okay, well, I remember what he told me. I, you know, I'm going to just let this chill. Then we'll come back to it. That's good. That's good. And, and it brings me right back to that point. So being wise and, and getting godly wisdom and godly counsel, because that's what it sounds like, what you're saying, having godly counsel. Right. So with that being said, when we're when I'm thinking about communication, because that is so hard. And let me tell you, I'm always going to be honest with you, even after 25, Two years of marriage, again, 25 years of knowing each other. Yes. Charlotte and I still will get upset, and sometimes we won't communicate right away. Right. But what we have done in this process of all these years is learn when 
not that we mentioned we hit it every time and I had to pause there for a minute because it's not that we hit it every time but we have grown we have grown to listen to one another we have grown to sharing and sharing in a in a tone that's acceptable because there was it's been so 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 many times where my husband was like Keisha it's your tone and I'm not even realizing that I am saying things in a in a way because sometimes I can get very passionate and and he's saying okay no you know that that, that rubbed him the wrong way right cuz you know the bible talks about that how grievous words stir up wrath yes like so if you come at me this way and you already in a heated battle you know what you think is going to happen mhm is you going you going to bump heads you know so that is is a thing that people say cooler heads prevail so if you just let the little hot heads cool off mm-hmm. and then come back to the table and then talk about it, then you would you would see a tremendous, it's not like it's a stock or something, but uptick, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. in, in your marriage, your relationship, your growth, your communication. Because this person may, it's like, like, it's like you were saying babe, about communication. Like if you communicate, if, if you're a hothead, not you, but I'm just saying, if a person is a hothead and every time somebody wants to talk to them about something, they get the little hothead thing going on, the communication, is, 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 it stops mm-hmm. at that point because she or he is like, why even talk about that when every time I try to bring it up, they get mad, right? Right. So so why? What's the point? And like you the point you make, the communication is done. Right, right. You There's know? no growth. There's no growth and you're None. reaching a point of stagnancy in your marriage. And and let me tell you, it's it's not easy. You again, you got two different people, two different personalities. Even if you find someone or you're with the the person that is similar personalities you're still two different people so you're bringing two different people together and not to mention if you are a believer in christ oh the enemy's gonna fight that he wants he does not want that to prosper so he's attacking the covenant from the get-go from beginning so with that being said another thing that i i i had to do was not hold a grudge so my husband is he's always been easy to let it go I'm just being honest he's he's beautiful about that like let letting it go. go he will like come back and act like everything is okay in a few minutes and I it, it took me years and even now I'm a lot better I used to could hold a grudge and I thank God for deliverance oh and I would not say anything and Nothing. do you guys know that that is a form of witchcraft yes it is it is a form of manipulation and control so if you're doing that I, by the mercies of God, brethren, I beseech you to stop it. It is not godly. And, you know, I really had to grow. I had to grow in that area because I did not know that. I didn't know that that was witchcraft. I didn't know that me, by me being quiet, um, and I'm not talking about just being quiet until things calm down because that's, that's, that's mature. Okay. That's, that's wise. But I'm talking about when you're going for days without speaking to your spouse, your mate. Oh, no, that is not of God. Yeah, it's definitely not of God. All right. So what's another thing? What about this one? Do not let your kids run the house. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you. 
We have, but you know what? We have had two great, I mean, our sons are awesome. Oh my gosh. I thank yeah. God for them. They are precious, Love them. precious. They've never been ones to run the house. Nope. Two different personalities. And, and this is tying into it too, because that is, that can happen. Your, your, oh, my granddaughter. Now she, when she would come over and stay, she, she could try to run the house. She would try to run the house and she would have her way. I mean, she wanted to stay up late. She would stay up late and she would, she would have my husband cause I'm sleeping in the bed. She would have my husband up and he's talking and taking her around the house. It could be really late in the, in the morning. So she tried to run the house, but that's the baby. That's the grandbaby. Right. And then too, you know, um, you know, it's, it's, you, you've heard of, of cases where, um, like the kid, like the the parent was, this parent would say no. And they don't trust what you said. So they'll go to the other parent and say, hey, can I do this and this and that? And if you have a communication issue going on where you guys are not on the same page, like, hey, babe, did you tell him? Did he ask you about this already? Or what you feel about this? And you just, he, they can pit the parents against each other. Oh yeah, now which we, causes, we have dealt with yeah, that. Yeah, which causes, you know, a riff in the marriage. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. I see where you're going. Okay, I thought you were talking about pa- children that really run the house, but that is oh, true. Oh, no, not like that. So the child, it's not that they don't trust what the other parent is saying. It's what they're doing is using manipulation. They're trying to use that other parents. Like, I mean, that's just a tactic, again, of the enemy, using the child to bring separation because that's going to ultimately bring discord if you're going to if a child is going to a parent and asking one parent and that parent gives them that answer like no yes or whatever that should be it the child should not go to the other parent i mean this is so common oh all the time it is so that's a very good um that was good that you brought that up babe because that is common and if that is happening in your household shut it off quickly quickly shut that baby That's, down that will bring discord quickly in your marriage for real it will cause some problems because you already told them no and they in the room getting dressed mm-hmm. packing their bags you're mm-hmm. ready to go to their friend's house mm-hmm. and you come in like i thought i told you no and then the other parents like well i told them they could go mm-hmm. and now you got this thing where you guys are mad at each other because the the one parent is going to want to be the dominant one. I said, no, I said he can go. And then that's when pride kicks in. Mm. Then you got a whole totally set mm. of different problems that you can run into. So, And then another thing, this is probably going to be the final one because um, this right here is um, a really, really good one. Um, being unequally yoked. Mm. Yeah, being unequally yoked. Mm. So if you have a wife or a husband, because it ain't always the wife all the time that's in church all the time. It could be vice versa. But if you have a husband or a wife that's seeking after God's own heart and you got the other person that really don't spend no time. They don't really care about that. They just want to do their own thing. You're going to have problems. Jealousy kicks in. 
Why you at the church all the time? All these different spirits start to manifest when you start talking about that. You know what I mean? So um, when I think about unequally yoked, I mm-hmm. think more along the lines of, okay, that is true. Mm-hmm. So, But then you can have two people that do believe in God but I'm thinking when I'm thinking about unequally yoke, unequally yoke, I'm thinking about. I think about unequally yoke. One that's one that's this just my thought, and I, I'm not a professor on unequally yoke type stuff. But I'm just saying, I think that um, you're talking about one person that that's that's seeking God mm-hmm. after God, and the other person that's not. Am okay. I am I right by saying okay, that? Okay, well, but I think about it. I guess. We may need to do some more digging in that because I think about an unsaved person versus a saved person. Right, that's what I'm saying. But you can have somebody that's to both people are saved, Mm -hmm. but then one doesn't really have a relationship with God and one does. But that doesn't mean that they're unequally yoked. I think about it like, like, like I said, with one saved and one unsaved. And then that Bible says that the sanctified wife sanctifies her husband. So Mm -hmm. it's, we've seen that in many cases where the wife has one, you know, God has used a wife to be that example that saw in that light and has drawn the, the, the husband by that example. And the husband then turns and um, truly goes hard after God and um, develops a relationship with God. So I guess I'm, when you said unequally yo, I was thinking along those lines, but you're saying like the two are just in two different places with God. Right. Or 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 unsaved and saved or in two 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 different places. Okay. Okay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because oh, you yeah. can because I think that you can uh, both people can say, Hey, one person I'm saved, they take it seriously. Mm-hmm. The other person gets saved just because somebody drugged them to the altar and you know and they gave and they got saved but they're not taking the walk serious they're still drinking smoke whatever it is that they do mm-hmm. right which means from what i'm looking at it they're unequally yoked mm. you I mean, know what i, I mean? guess it's a matter of perspective yeah, yeah there you go but i mean the thing about it is we so we talked about things that sh- that you should stay away from but then right. we also what we're saying is successful marriage so the flip side of that is those things can hinder a marriage from being successful. So, excuse me. So some of the some of the the success we want to say some of the things that you can do to have a successful marriage is use wisdom, get yep. godly counsel, yep. communication, yes. and and you know there's so many different ways of communication. Mm-hmm. You got all these different avenues because of technology now. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I would just encourage you if your mate is not one that likes to talk about uh, emotional things or problems, mm-hmm. then and my husband can be that way. He's not that one. He's not an emotional person. He has a, a tender heart, but I am. I can be. I can get in my emotions. I can go right there. I can share it. Put it all out, and uh, and then you know because he's not emotional, he's a good listener. And then that helps me, helps me um, 
how do how can I say it? it helps me to be able to express myself get it out him ponder on it for a minute and this is not when we're not in a heated I mean you know a heated conversation but this is when we have we're trying to communicate in a mature way and he allows me to get it out and then he responds the way he responds I can't force him because I used to want him to be like me I wanted him to let it all out but then God showed me what I had was beauty because if both of us are emotional emotional how can we really get anything resolved it would be two emotional people like my husband mentioned hotheads you're just like going at it going at it going at it and then you're not you're not resolving anything right so we encourage you to be in order to have a successful marriage that you would take just take those keys those nuggets that we're giving you um and we're not saying that we have uh um, mastered it <laughs> but we are just giving you Far our 22 that. plus years of yes. relationship yes where we have truly endured and we have truly grown by the grace of god because it's only by god's grace that we've been able to uh get to this place and be able to share with others what God has done in our marriage and in hoping that it will help you in your relationship or your marriage. Cause I say relationship, if you're headed towards marriage, yeah. then that's what, that's what our hopes are. Mm-hmm. And love one another, love one another. That's a key thing. Yeah, God is love. Yes. So you have to, that's, that's one key thing. Another thing that, you know, just love. You know, love each other, love on each other, grow old with each other, respect each other, mm, you know, and that good. will make a successful marriage. So we just want to thank you guys again for joining us again on Talk About It with Charles and Key. Till next time. Mm-hmm.